My name is Sam Bradford and I'm a chartered financial planner and also a keeper of chickens in my garden. My mission is to help people have a healthy relationship with money, one where they can feel educated and confident to make their own financial decisions. Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop provides bite-sized financial education and nuggets of information so that you can be empowered and inspired to create financial freedom and build up your own nest egg for the future. Hi, it's Sam here from Simplicity Financial Planning and it's more financial chat from the Chicken Coop. Today we're going to talk all about money empowerment. I started my business only around a year and a half ago and before that I was working for over 20 years as a financial planner but mostly within large financial institutions. The reason I changed and decided I was going to set my own company up was something that happened around two and a half years ago when I was sent on a leadership program and given the time and the space to really consider my own future. Up until that point I was working 12-hour days working for everybody else and not really giving myself the time and ability to think about what was important to me. I was neglecting my own financial situation. I'd be too tired when I got home at night to even consider opening some of those envelopes up and filing away my bank statements. Ridiculous considering what I do for a living. When I was on the leadership program, I was there to be coached into being the next senior female leader or one of them. But when I left the program, I found myself searching for a new path to follow, which ultimately led to me actually starting my own business. So after a year of researching how I could emerge from my own big, powerful corporate job, I eventually decided that I would open up the doors to this small financial planning company. And simplicity is what I wanted for my clients. So therefore, I called it simplicity. I wanted the ease and the simpleness that life should be and not tied up with complicated financial jargon, which is all too often the case. So my first year in business has opened up my eyes to so many possibilities and how financial education is so needed. I became a certified money coach so that uh, I could actually help really think deeply about where our emotions are around money. This has led me to the podcast, Financial Chat from the Chicken Coop. I wanted to design and these additional areas of learning have really helped me to understand how we approach our own money matters and all the assumptions that we place on it. And as I said, all of those emotions are intertwined when we think of money. A a company that I felt that reflected me as a person, was authentic. I built an office in my garden where I have my five chickens roaming around and often they want to get in on the action. And when it was sunny earlier this week, the doors were open and often I'd hear them wandering in. So it's something that I feel I can do my best work in. If I'm relaxed and comfortable around the environment that I create for myself, then hopefully that passes on to my clients that I work with and they can feel inspired as well to build out and live the life they've always dreamt of as well. So within our Wealth Canvas community, which is a community for women where we can come together and discuss and share our own experiences, we often talk about financial empowerment and clarity. Clarity is really important when it comes to what your big vision is for life because 
as I've explained before, when it came to my own big vision, I didn't know what I wanted when I was working all of those hours for somebody else. I didn't have that time to really consider it. And it was only when I was given that time and space that I was able to really understand that and then start to actually make steps towards that. But there's another reason why we don't as well, and that's because we don't know where to start. And money empowerment is a way to actually give you back the tools and empowerment to to really help you move beyond any limiting beliefs that you might have about whether you can create this bold vision for yourself in the future. So let's have a look at what the actual dictionary definition of empowerment is. If you looked it up or Googled it, it would say something like this. It's the process of gaining freedom and power to do what you want or to control what happens to you. But often feeling empowered about money escapes us. And have you wondered what might be causing this? Maybe when you think about money, you get a feeling of excitement inside of you, excitement about what you might be able to spend that money on. You might also feel a bit nervous or a bit anxious that, oh, you got the money in the one, on the one hand, supposing you blow it all on something or, or supposing you do the wrong thing with it. Or you might think of money and go, oh, frustrated, I don't have enough, I wish I had more. So what's important is to think about what shows up for you. And there's going to be different emotions depending on your own set of circumstances and where you are in in life, whether you're starting off in your financial journey or whether you've already saved money all your life and you're winding down. There's always going to be different feelings. It's also going to be different for you depending on what era you grew up in. Somebody who grew up perhaps with more austerity than we've been used to. So somebody who's grown up around the Second World War, they're going to have a different view on money. They're going to be people that where money was scarce for them. So they're going to find it very hard to perhaps spend money. And and to them, actually, money brings up that feeling of having to hold on to it. I want to take you back to a time when there was an art duo in the UK called the K Foundation. In 1994, if you were around or you read the news, you might remember this, that they decided to perform a conceptual art piece. And what they did was they burnt a huge sum of money. And when I say a huge sum of money, I'm talking a million pounds worth of money. Imagine it now, you sitting there watching a bonfire with crisp 50 pound notes going up in smoke. And you're just watching helpless as you're seeing those corners of those notes crumpling in. I'm sure some of you are probably sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, I, I, I horrified at the very thought that somebody could destroy something so valuable. You might be thinking of all the things that you could have done with that money, or all of the things that someone else may have done with it for instance what could you buy with all of that money and that's where the contradiction lies about money because the K Foundation this art duo who actually performed this art piece to them they hadn't actually destroyed anything real they'd burnt 
paper at the end of the day. Because if it had been real, then maybe it would have been a house or uh, it may have been food that they'd burnt. So something that is valuable in that respect. And in a way, they're right, because paper money is valueless, although it's got on there, hasn't it, the promise to pay the bearer, the sum of, whatever the note is. And if you lived on a desert island, that pile of paper with that promise to pay the bearer is not going to buy you anything. It's not going to get you anything. So it's perfectly worthless on on a, a desert island. But if you had bread or a shelter or or something that would be useful on a desert island, that's more valuable. But of course, we don't live on that desert island, do we? In reality, a million pounds can be exchanged for an enormous range of tangible things that are useful. Think of the truckloads of apples you could buy or I don't know, you could, if you were that way inclined to have a diamond ring that was worth a million pounds. Ironically, though, if you had that diamond ring or maybe a flashy yacht for a million pounds, they would have probably received less backlash if they had just burnt that than the pile of cash that they did burn. And that's because the the paper money is, in effect, a blank check. It's someone's dreams, someone's aspirations going up in smoke. And that's what's led to this controversy and, and this debate, I think, is It's very interesting because actually it does spark that debate about what is really is money at the end of the day. What does it do? And the simple truth is that we all associate money with meaning. We imagine what we could do with it or how it could make our lives easier, happier, perhaps more powerful. We also resent others who have more of it. We mourn the times we've lost it or have been taken for a ride. I freely admit I find that quite difficult and I'm very careful when I spend my money that I get good value for money and that's the part that it sparks the most emotion in me when I think of money. If somebody's taken my money and not delivered what I felt was good value for money, I'll harbour that thought for a long time. So money does affect our lives in so many ways. And, and this is something that we debate a lot within the Wealth Canvas community that I, I'm part of, that I've created, that I invite women into. So I do find that sometimes uh, as women, we do send, tend to find that emotions rule us. <laughs> it's one of those things. But emotions drive all of our human behavior. You think of anything we do in life, it's either going to be one of our survival instincts where we freeze, we don't want to face it, we might want to run away, or we might get angry at it, whatever situation is in front of us. So if we're talking about money, you can see this works very well with that. We either don't want to look at it, or we want to pretend we're not looking at it, run away from it, or we might get so frustrated by it that we actually causes anger in us about that situation and that's perfectly natural that's a survival instinct in us but in financial planning terms the best decisions are made when you're actually looking at it from a more of a happier emotion an attachment emotion something that where you're confident you're happy you're able to make the right decisions And that's why understanding these emotions becomes one of the first places to start 
So it's only when you understand them and you can really recognize them in yourself and then start to think about where is that going to take me rather than worrying about all the things that I don't have in life or all the times I have been taken for a ride or created this debt. Let's think about what I can do. So maybe I can put a savings plan together. Maybe I can consolidate my debt and actually know that's being taken care of. Maybe I can look forward to that time when I want to retire and I know I'm putting a little bit of my savings away today to get me towards that goal. Knowing what that goal is going to be will inspire you, will spark that inspiration to continue with that and that's then why you can keep going until you actually build up that that savings pot, whatever it might be for you. A lot of people fall by the wayside with those habits of that they cre- try to create with building a bit of savings for the future because they haven't attached it with any. They haven't looked at how they can attach it to a future event, something that sparks some excitement for them. That's a little bit about money empowerment. So let's go back to our art duo, the K Foundation, when they burnt that money. And I'll leave you with that, what your thoughts might be about what happened in this instance. For me, I felt that it was a waste of money. 